Hello. Yeah. Hello. Yes. Yeah. I'm looking for an artist. Oh, okay. I'm looking for an artist. All right. What's up? Not much. Hey guys. Okay, everybody, if you game and you're familiar with video games, here's a little like uh, exercise for you. Picture a create your player mode where you get to go in and design what your player looks like. Sitting across from me right now is a very special person. We're going to reveal who this is in a moment, but outfit-wise, outfit-wise, because you can't see, imagine... You know how you can, you know, allot certain points to this player and, like, make them, like, if it's a sports game, you can give them, like, six points to shooting and then eight points to defense and then whatever, whatever. If there was a meter or whatever for dopeness and just clean, fresh, just really good look, imagine that you spend all of your points on that section and then you add a little, like, you bump it up to 11 or 12 sitting across from me is that but there's much more to the picture and we're gonna dive in right now who are you my name is drew 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 is very very special to me and she was actually special to my wife before she was special to me so i'm glad that you're here today thanks for coming thank you i feel like that was a really great intro like i'm never gonna get an intro that great again good um, how, how are you doing today? I'm okay. Yeah? I feel good. I'm just here. I'm You're alive. so appro- appropriately dressed for the weather. Cozy. Yeah, cozy. cozy. Um, I call them hoodies, right? A, a sweatshirt with a hood. Yeah. It's a hoodie to me, like really clean red hoodie with denim overalls. It's like, whoa, you know? It's the outfit that I have probably chased at one point in my life and then didn't have the energy or know-how to gather the pieces. So thank you for that as well. Very welcome. We typically start the episode with a question of the day. Are you interested? Sure, yeah. Okay, let's do it. Question of the day is... uh, Lately, I've been giving people options, so I'll give you two options. First option... What's your spirit animal? You know, it's kind of an annoying question, but I like the answers that come out of it because it's kind of funny to picture what people think see themselves as, you know, as animal form and the behaviors of that animal, whatever. It's kind of interesting. And then the second option is what was your favorite thing to do as a kid? Mm. Maybe you still enjoy that thing, but, you know, those kid, those childhood activities. I'll, I'll go with the spirit animal. One. Let's do it. Let's do that. Um... So, I guess first, right? Mm. So, my my Harry Potter one, right? I looked that up because I was like, oh, I want a Patronus. How how can I get one? Yeah. Can't actually because magic isn't real, but... You can take the quiz. Yeah. I took the quiz and apparently I'm a dolphin. Whoa. Right. 
Dolphins are crazy animals. <laughs> they are crazy. They are. Yeah. I've always seen myself as a cat, though. Ooh. Which is ironic because I don't care for cats, but I feel like personality-wise, we're very similar. You don't care for cats in like in that you don't care for having them as pets. Sure. Or because yeah. you know enough about them to think that you might be one. Yeah. I mean, like interacting with other people's cats. Yeah. I'm like, oh, you don't like attention, but you also like attention. Yep. You're kind of crabby. You like it when and how you want it. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's always on the cat's terms. Yeah. It's probably me. We played, there's this really fun game on the PS4 that it's like this uh, Pictionary game, but you can play on your phones and like. (laughs) It, the the game gives you a prompt and then everybody draws that prompt and then you create titles for that prompt and then you try to get it's people on to PlayStation yeah but it's I think you can play it on other consoles but it's right there drawful too uh, with that owl with the bikini top oh. it's really funny okay it's I have a to fun do game. this when I get home oh yeah it's really really fun but wait why did I bring that up what were we just talking about spirit animals oh right spirit animals so one person. There, this company makes a bunch of other games, and and another person like it somehow came about that someone thought that my my spirit animal would be like a lynx, Whoa. and so I looked up what a lynx was because I had heard it but never looked it up, and I was like, oh yeah, that's about right. I'm a real also feel like cat. a cat, but I don't I don't care for cats, so that's kind of funny. Yeah, cats what they'll probably don't care for cats. Don't care for cats. <laughs> they really don't. They don't care for Whoa. anything. In all honesty, kind of blowing my mind right now. <laughs> Thanks for interviewing me. What's the next welcome. question? <laughs> okay. Um, well, basically, I guess we can provide um, people with context for how we know each other. If yeah. you're, yeah, if you're down, we work together in some capacity. And Drew actually hired me, and we work for a pretty cool yoga studio in the city. Yeah. And uh, you've been doing that for a while, right? Yeah, uh, like two and a half years now. Two and a half years. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. It feels like because of the community <laughs> and how they respond when you enter a room that you've been there for much, much <laughs> longer. Than that. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. Maybe okay. that's like leading back to the cat thing. Yeah. I feel like people want to touch cats and like gravitate towards them, right. but cats are really just like. Mm. I'm just here to do my cat thing. Like those bodega cats. Everyone's Literally. like, oh, taking like pictures and Instagram. The cat is just minding its like, damn business. Yeah. That's I'm just kind of chilling like on these uh, pop rocks, you know, leave me alone. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Just like that. Okay. So this series is kind of, uh, it initially was, um, the idea was sparked because I knew so many artists and creatives in the city. And I get inspired by them with my interactions with them, mainly in person, but also, you know, on social media, if I see what someone's doing and if I don't go into this tunnel of like, whoa, I got to get my shit together. I got to do more things like I get inspired. It's one or the other. And I like to get inspired more than I like to tunnel. The tunnel's a dangerous place. The tunnel's a dangerous place. And I don't like it. But the inspiration is real. So I kind of. I like podcasts and I turned this idea with my team. We turned this into like, let's just meet with people that we think are doing interesting work, have interesting ideas and explore like their function or their role in, in where they are 
in a creative way, right? So it's like, in my short time working with you, it was clear to me that you are a creative person in some capacity. So like I had to start asking you questions. <laughs> so maybe this podcast, I'll ask questions that I've asked before, but I kind of just want to explore who yeah. you are and what you're doing. So where, where are you from? I'm from South Jersey, Camden, New Jersey. Whoop, yeah. whoop. Whoop, whoop. Um, yeah, I mean, I've, I've lived in Jersey my entire life. What Moved that around, face? But like, is it a good face? <laughs> is it like Jersey's? You know. Um, I mean, I I love my state. I do, hmm. but at the same time, I recognize that I'm at a stage in my life where, like, I want more. I want to grow. I want to explore more. So, what does that mean? Where? Anywhere, really. But I feel like okay, maybe I've tapped out my resources in Jersey already hmm. in a way, but. When you say Jersey, do you also mean here, like through extension? Mm, yes and no. They're very similar and like adjacent, but they're super different. Because, yeah, a lot of people. And I definitely haven't tapped fully into New York Right, at all. has anyone? But a lot of people that are listening to this or, you know, that live outside of places like New York, if they heard, if they had an opportunity to move there, you know, to explore or to tap into whatever it is that would be kind of mind blowing. Right. So it's yeah. like, if you're, if you made that face about Jersey and you're open to other things like New York's right here. Right. Yeah. So like, but what are there any other places that maybe pop to your mind when you think about it? Or I think it just comes m more so from a, a place of not knowing. Mm. Like I, I just don't know oh. what's outside of the tri-state area. Huh. I want to be able to explore those things and see, if I can put my roots down somewhere else, just open to, to all experiences, I guess. Yeah. So I am too. And when it comes to living in places, I try to think about with the things that I like to do, what, a, where can I go to do that? And part of the, that's part of the reason why I moved to the city because I was living in Tennessee at the time kind of like Tennessee and Georgia for school, you know, and I was born there, but I loved it there. I loved the people and my family was there. I loved, like, that's my home, you know, but I got to a place where I was like, what I want to do is drawing me to a different place. And I don't have a, like, totally clear picture of what it is I want to do, but I know that if I go here, like, that will help me find it, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. So, like, what are you into? I'm into this, making things. And I went to school for acting, but I, I find myself, I talked about this in an uh, impromptu episode last night. I just find myself, like, getting so passionately involved with weird things that, like, I get interested, I, I'm into it for the next however long, as deep as, you know, it takes. I just go. I... I feel like I'm kind of in that place now of like, I don't know what my path is, but I know for sure that like sitting in the one spot isn't it for me. Hmm. Like I've seen so many people from my town settle down, have kids, and they just like never left. I know that's not for me. Um, music is definitely something I'm really, really into. I'm constantly reading about and listening to new artists if I have the chance. 
So, do you make but it? But I'm not. No, that's the thing. That's I've cool. never like really considered myself a creative, more so like creatively adjacent. Okay, so what do you do? Like with music then? I know you do something in particular. Well, um, a friend of mine and I, we actually started a magazine. Yeah. So our efforts were going to be centered around music, arts, culture, and just kind of showcasing what kind of talent Jersey specifically has. Just because I think um, overall, Jersey kind of gets overshadowed by New York a lot. Um, That's fair. And even like certain events that I've been to, in Jersey, we get a lot of New York artists that come and they're like, oh, Jersey, it's whatever. But like, we're we're really here. Like, we're the reason people are here. And it's like, Jersey's got a lot of talented individuals. I think we just need a platform to show that. So for me, that was more important than trying to make my own music. And if we're being honest, I can't sing. So <laughs> it was an easy decision. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, like... I guess when it comes down to it, being a creative, or in this case, maybe an artist, right? It's like you have a perspective. If you don't have a perspective, your work is boring and no one like listens yeah. or watches or no one wants to be a part of it. But if you have a perspective and it's yours and you work a way to like to bring that to light, that to me is a creative endeavor. And I think that w- like at least for me growing up, I limited my thinking of what it meant to be an artist. Like if it's not something I can see or hear or move to, or like, you know, if it's not like visual arts or dancing, like I can't, it's hard for me to, I put confines on what it meant to be an artist. Like, okay. And maybe it was my, the teaching, uh, you know, in school, but like there's art in science, there's art in math. I think there's art in curating other art, other artists, like someone who has a good eye. It's more than that. It's like someone who has such a deep appreciation for it that they can put things together in a way that maybe it forms a narrative, a new narrative that they can show to people. And that's a piece within itself. So it's like with a lot of hip hop songs, because I know you love hip hop. I do. They're like drawing from all these different things and they didn't necessarily write it, but they made it into something new. Right. So if you're making a magazine, a magazine, like a magazine is actually visual. It's an experience, like from cover to cover, you're flipping pages, you're looking through things. I guess I, I just never thought about it that way, I guess. For me, it's, I've always just kind of been like a bystander to the art. Like I appreciate it and I love it. But I, I don't know. I've but just you're putting never time and effort in into like, like doing something with that, though. Because there are people that just consume it, and it, you, you can have a deep appreciation for something and love it and acknowledge that it's good and even understand what they're doing musically, but not be an artist. You can just sit there and listen to it, and then you go to your job and do something completely different. You're not an artist, but like, I think there's something, like when you're actively making something because of an inspiration, like that's a little different to me especially when it has to do with art, like you're making something with other art. So to me, like I see the, I see the connection there. I mean, now that you're saying it, I see it. I don't think initially I, I saw it that way though. Now I got to ask collector. (laughs) Cause I know that you were going to school for something. What was that? 
I went to school for landscape architecture. That is cool. That's very cool. What is landscape architecture, though? Whew. Well, <laughs> um, <laughs> if that's not an easy question to answer, just whatever. It's not, but I will say yeah. it's definitely not mowing lawns. Um, I think <laughs> when I, I remember the conversation going to my parents and saying, hey, I know I chose this really great school for engineering, but I want to do landscape architecture. And my my dad's first reaction instantly was, are you going to mow people's lawns, Drew? Because oh, we could no. do without loans for that. And I was like, no, dad, that's not what he you do with it. Landscape. Yeah. He over his head. My mom still has no idea what it really is. Wow. Yeah. OK, so what would like a project look like? If I gave you a space and I was like, there's like um, a compost, this is like a compost park, whatever. You know how they turn that trash into like parks or yeah. like whatever? If there was like a big old pile, like a big open lot and a big pile here, a little bowl there, and a little tunnel there, what would you do? Depends. What does the client want? Who's it for? Oh. Who's going to be? Shoot. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a whole thing. But I guess one thing that's good to note is it's a very multi-purpose kind of degree. Mm -hmm. So I think there were some people that graduated and decided to go into set design. Apparently that's an option. Um, Central Park, designed by a landscape architect. Yep. I wanted to do low-income housing. That mm. was also LEED certified, so it would be sustainable, environmentally friendly, and the people could essentially live off of the buildings. Like, that was what I wanted to go to school for in my mind. So, really, it's like you could choose any path with that. Mm -hmm. One thing that I've kind of, um, like... Um, realized in my in myself and in the the things that I've gravitate towards and then spend time learning about is that just because I'm choosing to invest my energy in it now doesn't mean like I'm trying to be that you know like I'm <clears throat> it's almost like I'm building a toolkit and I'm gonna learn so I'm you definitely like if you're gonna go to school for landscape architecture you're gonna learn some interesting stuff Oh, that yeah. will help you with things that aren't landscaping architecture. Just like I went to acting school, I learned a lot about how to communicate. You know, even though I don't always do the best job of it, I learned <laughs> a lot about it. I learned a lot about moving my body and being comfortable in my body, you know, and in some ways my mind, parts of my mind. But it's like, you know, I learned a lot of technical things that I used on the stage, but I can also use in real life. I can also use in my job or in the gym, whatever it is. Like, it's yeah. kind of cool. So I I can kind of see landscape architecture. You're just working with a different landscape, a soundscape, yeah, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's, that's how you could definitely look at it. Yeah. I know for sure I was having this moment a couple months back where I was like, okay, you have one year left of credits to do. You should just knock this out, get it out the way. And then I was like, do I really want to practice, though? Like, do I want to be an actual landscape architect? Mm -hmm. And I realized, like, no, I don't. But I still have a love for it. And for all of the technical things that I've learned along the way, like, I know for sure I'm going to be set no matter what. It's just a matter of, like, figuring out what that path is and using the tools that I gathered to yeah. do that. 
Yeah. So I think that's like where I'm currently at mentally. But <coughs> it's definitely helped me. Like I learned how to use Photoshop and the whole Adobe suite and AutoCAD and all of these other different rendering that's education. You know, softwares. Yeah. Like those I, are skills. You can take them Period. anywhere. So many jobs Resume. are looking for those things. Yeah. Period. So <laughs> degree or not, like yeah. I'm gonna be fine, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm not really like freaking out. I oh guess. man, if I could go back. I don't know if I would do the school thing. I'm not, I don't regret it. I'm thankful for it. And I think I had a good career, whatever, you know, education. I met some good people. I had a good time. But going back, would I do it again? No. Would I encourage everyone to do it? No. Do I know people that are trying to do it and they're in and out, in and out, in and out? They probably just should not do it. Yes. But, you know, there's this weird pressure of like, Go to high school, mm-hmm. take the test, go to college, get you know, get yeah. the degree, get the t- job. Like, what are you talking about? Those aren't everyone's goals, and I think, yeah, the sooner we learn that and accept it, like, the better for everyone. Yeah, like, it seems so like duh, but people have a really hard time like accepting the fact that college may not be the direct path for everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and you think about the things that are actually, at the end of the day, necessary and important, I think, especially in a city like this, is community, like sometimes even to the point of family, yeah. clarity in what you're doing day to day, and um, and, and like a, a sense of purpose. Like if you're in this city or even in Jersey, right, wherever you are, but I mean specifically in the context of a big metropolitan area it's like if you have a purpose day to day the noise is almost like it let's go from this angle if you don't have a purpose the noise can be drown it can drown you you, yeah. you can it can be overwhelming and you're just like can i have a blue <laughs> you're just like ah 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 need a mega bus there's like too many <laughs> options almost too much yeah that's like many come noise, in with some sort noise. of intent Uh Uh-huh. And yeah, but if you have that purpose, it's like sometimes you don't hear the noise or the noise is like a, a, it becomes like a beautiful soundtrack to your day. Yeah. It's something that pushes you to go forward. So when I see you now in the impact that you have, even within the um, brief moments of time in which I see you, it's like people respond well to you um, at the studio and you have a huge impact there as far as music, I think, when it comes to, even if it's just the music that's played in certain lobbies when you're working, you know, when you're there. Like, there's gonna, you can count on this type of music being played, this consistency, this quality. Like, I don't know. And you're like, you, you. I think you and a lot of other people there, everyone who works there, really, that you think of is being a part of this studio they uh they contribute you know to the community to the dialogue it's like there's this ongoing everyone's trying to do better yeah that's like a funny phrase that everyone says like do better (laughs) do better if there's like a mischarge do better yeah but it's true and like everyone wants to do that yeah that's literally all it is i think and not everyone does yoga. Not everyone who works in your yeah. realm of this does yoga. It's so weird. I think it's that common, like it is a community. Mm-hmm. I think we're all just kind of in that same headspace of this may not be our end goal, but we are here 
as a unit supporting each other and like we're gonna figure it out we're gonna do better so to speak let's just like all hold hands as we panic a little bit along the way you know like I think we're all in that same space more so and that's why it works have you brought like people that you know that would fit well into the community have you brought them into the studio yeah um Jasmine actually she's also front desk she's she floats at multiple studios but she's my best friend we um we started the magazine together we met in college graduated and she was like I need something to do while I like figure out what my next steps are and we brought her into Y7 so like I think for sure I can kind of see like who will and won't fit in to the space very well and like who's interested in that community effort and who's just like here to get their check. And that's fine too. Mm -hmm. We're all here to get our checks, but I mean, this is, it's kind of like law to me because this is like a direct, this seems like, well, duh, you studied landscape architecture. Cause in a weird way you're providing homes for people that, you know, in a, crazy city as they're trying to go to the next place like and they're living off what they're doing they're living off that community because like I started working there and I remember coming back the first week and I when Julie was home I was like I think I got got like I think I got got (laughs) with like a job because I don't feel like I'm going into work and I feel like but when I'm there I'm working and I'm it's like I feel like a I pride myself in doing quality work and providing the service that I'm hired to do, but I also enjoy it. Like yeah. I enjoy who I'm working with. I enjoy the community that's being built there and the dialogue and the like do better mindset. You know, it's funny actually the other day, a bunch of my friends and I were all like huddling in a circle. Everyone's complaining about, you know, their adult jobs mm-hmm. they've got full time salary jobs and all these things. And I think as a kind of like knee jerk reaction, I was like, oh, yeah, me too. And then I thought about it and I was like, actually, you don't mind your job at all. Right. Like, yeah, I mean, there are moments where it sucks. That's every job. But overall, I'm pretty content. I feel like that was my moment of like, oh, this doesn't have to be a job. Like it can be a community kind of like thing that I enjoy while I'm making money. It's a weird line to toe because I also feel content in the work that I've chosen to do here. Um, but I'm also hungry to do better and to do more. But I'm content. But I think that's a cool balance. It's like I would, I would not like to be in a position where I'm hating my job yeah. and dreaming to of doing other things. And like every time I go to my job, it's like a separation from my life and where I want it to go. It's like, it's different when I go into the studio. I'm like, even if these people don't want to do the same things that I do, I know that I can have a great conversation about like what I want to do and what they're doing and what they're doing is going to inspire me to do better in my thing. And it's like, this is yoga. Yoga is now this is power, (laughs) power, power. Yeah. It's powerful. It's really powerful. I think. And all of the people there, I've noticed over time, everyone's creative in some capacity. Mm. Mm -hmm. And it's just kind of beautiful to see people from so many different walks of life. And they have this one common thing. And it's like, it's yoga. And to some people, it's kind of like, oh, yoga. But like, 
But it, it always actually, will be that. Yeah. Of. I mean, it's always going to have that weird connotation, but it actually is like, I've learned a lot. I think being here has yeah. helped me grow and mature, actually. Even. Yeah. Um, it's just another another chapter Yeah. that's going to be added to the toolkit. Exactly. So speaking of like your magazine, have you heard of zines? Zine, zine fest? I, it sounds vaguely familiar. Like if I saw it, maybe it would click, but I'm going to just say no. Oh, well, zine fest, I, it's short for zine, like magazine, magazine, yeah. it, zine is short for magazine. And, um, apparently it's like this festival where a bunch of people make these small zines. It's like, um, curated art or just like zines or whatever you want them to be type of thing it's like Hmm. a little booklet that's an experience that you flip through and like you i think you sell the zines or you can show your zines it's like i tried to ask my sister who told me about zine fest because she said you should do a zine fest i was like well what is it and she just said that and i was like great so what is it though (laughs) like and but i'm thinking i've had this thought because I immediately asked her, is there a, um, a zine app? Because that sounds like a cool digital thing, because then you could even add music elements to it and build yeah. something really cool. And especially with like VR headsets coming out, like who knows what, like zines could be just like an eight, like eight page experience, but you go into the pages or something weird. Or like if yeah. it's an app, it's just like very interactive, you know? Have you heard of that? Have you heard of zines? doesn't Um, that sound like a dope app idea it does well that's part of why we wanted to make our magazine a digital magazine because like it's cool to flip through an actual book but also no one really buys newspapers and magazines as much anymore um so is yours is it an app it's not an app because apparently that costs thousands of dollars oh to Um, to develop yeah yeah i mean i guess in theory i could go learn how to do it myself but I'm lazy. Yeah, I think um, the good apps are made by people who like have interest in doing in like building apps. Yeah. It's like could you learn it? Could you build it? Yeah. But like could someone who has a passion for that probably build a cooler experience? Yeah. For sure. And I'd That's, much rather pay someone who will like do it because they enjoy doing it versus me doing it because yeah. I kind of have to do it. Yeah, and get to and then like meet that person. Like Yeah. That's cool. I've I've gotten really comfortable as a creative realizing that much like a play there are different roles to be to be played and like i don't have to be every role and it's not, it's not that i want it to show. be but it felt like this weird pressure of like the competition can be there and it can be healthy but i really think that it's a competition with yourself it's like well what are the things i'm interested in how can i do these the best way so then you're not looking at this guy who can like for instance, I just started a production company, not just started, but started a production company. And this is part of it. Rock Rising Productions hosts looking for artists. And we, for many months, were bouncing around like logo ideas. And I was drawing some stuff up and other people were adding to it. You know? First off, logos are a very, that's like the worst process, actually. Yeah. I think out of everything. Oh, yeah. Because you're like. This is what people are going to know us as. Yeah. This is what people are going to see. Yeah. And it's never going to like meet your expectations. Nope. Nope. It's horrible. Oh, it's it's not good. Crappy process. It's not good. It's not good because, because, first of all, I don't even have a clear image of what I want to 
what I want it to be because I don't even really care. I just want the community and the work to be there. Yeah. But then I'm like, no, I get it. It's important. And I appreciate cool logos, you know, so I'm going to try to build <laughs> one. And when I was a kid, I would make weird bands and weird logos with my brother, you know, and my sister. And we'd just like do weird shit because we were weird. <laughs> and um, so I've trained for this. And now that I'm doing it, I'm like panicking. I'm panicking. I'm drowning. I'm like, I don't know. What yeah. about that line there? I like. I'll send this image to the team. I'm like, all right, thoughts. Mm-hmm. And I have like five things that I can like. I those are the only five things I see when I look at it, and no one says anything. I'm like, okay. What about <laughs> exhibit A, B, C, D? Uh, but no. But you know, it's like, I've I've as an artist, as creative, I've been getting a lot more comfortable with not getting married to my ideas or if there's someone who can do my ideas better just work with them yeah like that's uh, to be an artist is to collaborate as well you know that's okay also humble yourself you know it's it's okay you can't do it all and that's fine and sometimes asking for help is doing better yeah that's like knowing what's that quote was it socrates or something a wise man knows what he doesn't know Whoa. Whoa. Yes. Yeah. I think that's it. Yeah. That's exactly it. Yes. Um, All right. So music, right? Do you like anything else? Um, Maybe hip hop wise, like within the culture or like dance, like are you, do you dance? I know a lot of your friends dance. A lot of my friends dance. Um, I mean, I can. I've seen your dad dance on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't don't oh. take that. <laughs> I I dance better than my dad, in my opinion. Okay, good. Um, I mean, he's a good dancer. I'm just like, it's a good. You know, my dad. I try to like <laughs> take things that I've learned from my dad and apply them. It doesn't always work. But one thing I've noticed, my dad really just does not care. He doesn't yeah. care about anything. And like I that. really, really admire that. Because in like my head, I'm like, you're embarrassing. Yeah, like, you're embarrassing. You're doing the most. And he's just like, I'm enjoying myself. Free. I'm living my best life. Why does that bother you? And I'm like, okay, Whoa. never mind. God. But like. But it's not, is it aggressive real. or is he just like chill? Like, I'm no, living my best so life. No, he's so chill. Love oh, it. Wait, Love never it. heard my dad Because you know when, it's the, when you're having to defend it? Mm-hmm. Like, it, there's maybe something that's not right about it. Yeah. No. He's just, I'm here. So, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to, like, let loose to the extent yeah. that he does, but I, I'm on beat. That's good enough. For you me. are on beat. That's a great way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine for me. I don't need to, like, hit pirouettes and stuff, but yeah, I can maintain myself, I guess. I mean, I'm not even talking about you dancing. I just mean, like, you as a person. You are oh. on beat. Ba, 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 you know? I try. I think it's the work ethic my parents put in me, honestly. What? Where does that come from? Where are they from? Being raised by, yeah. Well, my dad is from Jamaica, mm-hmm. so he's immigrant. Um, and my mom, she's first generation. Her family is from Nicaragua and Puerto Rico. So I think most of that is like seeing my family come from places where you don't have that much to work with and like they made the decision to come to the States and make something of themselves. So Hmm. let me not waste (laughs) their trek and like make it worth something, you know? 
So I just like, yeah. I think that for me is what's gotten me to where I am. Um, even if that's just nowhere at all, just a comfortable place. Mm-hmm. Like no matter what, I'm going to put my best effort forth in whatever I do, right. even if it doesn't get me anywhere. Like I know I can do, that's my best that I did. So I'm content. Um, but yeah, I think that's, that's very, that's, very beautiful to hear. That's encouraging. Um, but kind of curious now, did your parents' culture from where they're from have a part in your upbringing? Mm, in different ways, yeah. yeah. Like, um, do you speak a different language? Not as well as they would like, but, but I understand it. Yep. In, in all capacities, okay. I understand it. Replying is a bit difficult at mm-hmm. times, but... There's there's an understanding. I get it. Um, I mean, that's huge, though. Just to be a, able to understand a different language. Even that. Because I grew up in Chattanooga, Tennessee, and I learned <laughs> English. I took some Spanish classes. Don't I didn't retain a single thing. I took German in college. Didn't retain a single thing. And um, I'm at a point in my life now where it's, like, embarrassing <laughs> that I can only speak English. I don't... I don't think that's embarrassing. Why? Not everyone's path is for everyone. Like it just if you can, great. If we live in a hmm. vast world with many countries and many languages. That's not to say that you can't learn a language though. You just haven't yet. Like Yeah, it's not anything. to say I should I should have or even I wish I had, but I'm like 27 and I'm looking at time now like okay, well, if this is a thing that I think I, it would be good for me to do or to have, like the ability to speak a different language, like that's my, that's my responsibility now. If I don't have it, it doesn't matter. If, if it was my, it's not my parents' fault, whatever. That time is gone. I can't go back in time. Yeah. So now, like if I want to be good at long longboarding, like I have to put in that work. You know what's crazy though? As you get older, your discipline is, like, way better. Um, That was so eloquent. Um, But (laughs) it's true. Like, I think about even the way I was studying in college. And I was Uh like, who who decided that 18-year-olds should go to college immediately? Like, I I wished I took a gap year because I wasn't mentally ready. Yeah. You know, so, like, when you're learning those languages in, like, high school and college, like, you really weren't mentally into it. But now that you're older and you recognize the value in it, maybe you can start again. Even some of the stuff I remember, some of the rare things that I clung onto from school, like, you know, the the stories or the pieces of art or whatever, like the bits of curriculum that I actually was interested in and clung to, like, now I revisit those, even the ones from middle school, and I'm like, I have no idea. I had no idea what the fuck they were talking about. And I still liked it. But I read it now and I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> he said what? She meant what? They yeah. did what? Yeah, it gets it's, so it's, crazy. Yeah, and I think that that's like the awareness. Like when you get older, you are aware of more things. Hopefully that's the goal is to be more aware of I what's mean, going on. You're a productive member of society. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But even if you're not, I think even if you're not, even if you're lazy, you gain awareness with time. Because time just gives you more time to observe things. And even if you're not actively trying to observe things, like you, your brain, see, like. Eventually, yeah. Eventually, 
I, I think. I would hope. I don't know, though. <laughs> I feel like there's some people who just like maintained <laughs> this childish mentality throughout life. Like yeah. I, I see them sometimes in my daily interactions and I'm like, how have you gotten this far? Uh-huh. Are you okay? Like what's happening in your life? Because you're, you're like, you're acting like a high schooler. Yeah. Like how do you operate realistically? So. Like what's the day to day? What does it look like when you brush your teeth, you know? <laughs> do you brush your teeth? I do, twice a day. Oh, I wasn't talking to you. You are not <laughs> this type of person that I'm talking about. But yeah, those those yeah. people where you're like, what, this isn't that big of a deal. You're like really blowing this out of proportion and kind of throwing a tantrum. Mm-hmm. Is that, like, does that get you results in life? I'm genuinely curious at a point, you know? I mean, it must if they're still doing it. Because I think when things fail, it's either really evident or people are like, it's like it doesn't continue, it doesn't continue to support that system, if you will. Like if a person has a system of doing things and Mm. it's failing at a certain point, it runs out. And if that person has any awareness that you can kind of read, like I can kind of read when I see, you know, some crazies (laughs) at the end of their system, like their system's kind of failing. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I've seen it in my own way, in my own systems that I've built for myself. And I can feel when they're like, oh, what I'm doing is not quite working anymore. Yeah. I got to change things up a bit. You can see when people are like in transition time. I'm thinking of one person in particular. Never mind. I'll do it. <laughs> Never mind. I'll say it. I'll, I'll say it after we can, the episode. Yeah. We can just table that one. It's very funny, though. Oh, I'm so excited now. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway, um, anyway, have you seen us? I have. What were your What are your thoughts? Woof. Oh, maybe I'll just say spoiler in case you're listening, All and the you haven't seen it and you want to see it. I don't know what we're gonna say, but if there are spoilers, don't be mad because I said already. Anyway, <laughs> what'd you think? Um. Wow, man. Just wow. Yeah. It was. It was a lot to digest. Um. Like, there were so many little things that I picked up, and I was, like, overwhelmed. And at the end, like, I was just quiet when we left the theater. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to see it with my boyfriend, who, it was funny, right before we went, like, on the way to the theater, he was having this, it was more of an argument with himself, because I stopped listening. <laughs> but <laughs> it was this kind of thing talking about how some people don't have strong willpower, or like the will to follow through with whatever it is that they really want to do in life. Whoa. Yeah. He he has his moments. Um so we're Was talking. he like getting into it? Oh yeah. Leaning over and yeah. like kind of using that his kind hands. Of, you know when people are like <laughs> <laughs> they're driving and they're like real relaxed, you know, and then yeah. they start sitting up yes. and they're like, Yes. yes. <laughs> like it was at that point. <laughs> like punch the radio off. Yeah. Like yeah. the music was turned down, like, hold on, I need yep. you to hear me. Mm. Um, it's perfect. Yeah. So we were talking about that and then we watched the movie and he was like, do you get it? Like the tethered people they're they're all of their willpowers and like, those are what people want to do with themselves and they don't do it. And like, they want to take over. And I was like, that's not what I gathered, mm-hmm. but I hear you. But I hear you. And yeah. maybe I see that. Yeah. Maybe that's what a good piece of art is supposed to do. It makes you think. It makes all. you think. And it may not be also right, like, thinking. Yeah. Also, like, kind of like dreams are, excuse me, I'm sheltered out right now. <laughs> dreams are kind of like 
I don't know anything about my dreams because I don't remember half of them. But also, even if I did, I don't know what's going on in dreams, period, because who knows what where we go when we fall asleep. But yeah. like dreams are kind of like a movie that's played for you. And so in that sense, w- when you're in a um, when you're in a movie, you're kind of like in a dream. And for me, it's very dreamy. It's very like larger than life. It's this almost surreal, even if I'm going yeah. to see like a war movie or well, not that's not that's larger than life let me say if i'm going to see some some stupid romantic comedy you know that's like just you know yeah tropes and like jokes oh, on life i'm not either but i used to see them and I'll, I'll go to any movie i just love the movies but you know you feel like you're in a cool it's like a different space and for an hour and a half your mind is going to be guided by something that's created for you yeah so i think in that sense like dreams, you you kind of if you remember them and can interpret them, and if you if you derive some sort of meaning from that, maybe there are other meanings, but whatever meaning you took from that is probably the, what yeah. you needed. That's like what the universe wouldn't do to take away from it in a way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I th- I'm interested in work that does that as opposed to telling you exactly what you should and shouldn't do. Yeah. I think that's like a major issue with most movies these days. Like, yes, you're telling a story and I'm supposed to like sit here and observe and Mm -hmm. take it in. But also like make me think about it a little bit. Right. And I think Jordan Peele, he does such a good job of that. My God, that man's a genius. Just genius. He is. is. Um, Wait, what'd you gather from the movie? Well, I gathered a little bit of the um, willpower tethering thing that... (laughs) That uh, we previously discussed, but also I, I, I kind of just with the timing of when it was released, I, I can't help but think about the recent like political and social divide in our country with the most recent election and trumping our president and stuff like that. So I kind of saw also like maybe. A narrative that's specific to Americans where we were living with these people that are also us and there's like this whole there's this whole other thing living in the closet like you know how people are like saying stuff like how did Trump even get elected or like I had no idea my mom or my my cousin like they did you hear that Jordan voted for Trump like like people are popping out and you're like, yeah. whoa, but it's you, but it's not. But that's like who you... you've been this whole time and yeah. we didn't see it. Yeah, exactly. Oh. That. Okay. Right. And like you look at like, like that one moment when one of the things dies, the other mm. thing mm-hmm. like gets excited because that's what she would have done in her other tethered life yeah. because she complained about that husband all the time. So it's like. Mm hmm. So that's where I got Crazy. that, but I, I wasn't, I didn't uh, filter or process the whole movie through that lens. I was just like, I wonder if there's anything there. I'm going to just keep watching the movie. Yeah. Cause it, I it saw was, it a couple of times too. Uh, oh yeah. I need to see it again. Probably I, one more. I You? I need one more. Yeah. So how many, like three? Yeah. I've watched it three times. Oh, so you need four. Yeah. Dang. I'm just like obsessive <laughs> about things also. That's awesome. <laughs> so I probably, yeah, I'm going to watch it one more time. Like Get Out, I saw it a bunch of times. How many times did you see Get Out? 
I paid for it at least three times. And oh, I like you I've rented or, or paid for movie tickets? Movie tickets. Yeah. Oh, oh, I think the other times, yeah, I like bootlegged it twice. See, I sorry. saw it once. Oh yeah, bootleg. Eh. I know. Er. I'm sorry, but I mm. yeah. Whoops. Remember LimeWire? <gasps> oh my god, I was just talking about LimeWire the other day. Yeah, man. <laughs> That shit is crazy. I just want to say I'm sorry to my mom for the viruses that I gave the computer. I had one of my friends, like, oh god, they almost went to court because they stole and pirated so much music. My god. Yeah. And she, like, helped me download LimeWire and all this stuff. She I'm told curious. Me how many songs is too much? Like, at what point do they notice? I actually don't know. I actually don't know, but I think... Someone has to be watching that because people do get contacted. You like, know? I downloaded a lot of music. I downloaded I'm quite no one's a bit, for me. but not a lot. Like, not like okay. I didn't download the amount of music that I now consume on Spotify. If that makes sense, like mm, okay, if I yeah. had all the albums and all the music that I listen to now, I didn't download that much. Like, I don't know how to say this. I didn't download like 60 gigs of music, but yeah. I probably listened to like over 120 gigs worth of music if I had all those albums and stuff. And For like, sure. if I had to go into LimeWire and download all that. Also, that was such a tedious process. Oh my gosh. I'm very and like grateful. getting the right link, getting the right folder. Oh, or when you like open it and you finally download it and you're like, yes, I can listen. And then it's like crackly or someone's, yeah. it's a remix and like, there's like DJ. blank space in yeah, some of it. You're like, whoops, or it's out of order or like some tracks are missing. And the mm-hmm. person's like, yo, did you hear um, Fire Wheels though? And you're like, what? Fire Wheels? You're like, what's Wait, after, after Raid comes like, uh, lightning right and they're like no there's fire wheels in between rain and lightning bro <laughs> although when i listen to uh albums i don't listen i don't um remember track titles oh yeah i no. like just listen to the album as an experience and then i find the tracks that i like and i go in and just hammer those i mm-hmm. just play them over and over and over and over again and sometimes like especially with drake tracks now Drake, every time I think I'm over Drake, he drops one track and I'm like, that's a banger though. I've been very anti-Drake for most of my life, but up oh. until this past year. Uh-huh. Oh, what? What turned you? Um. Okay. So I listened to, was it Scorp- Scorpion came out last yeah, year, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah. So I listened to Scorpion and I was like, all right, we getting substance. I'm not mad at it. And then... Someone actually tweeted something like, if you think Drake is just now giving us substance, then you haven't been listening. And I was like, hmm, maybe you're right. So I went back and I listened to some of his older like mixtapes and uh-huh. like so far gone. I went that far back. And oh, I was like, well, that's where you oh, need to go. Yeah. And that's I was like, Drake that I, I apologize yeah. for all the things that I said. Even t- uh, fireworks like Take Care. Yeah. Take Care. There are some great tracks on take care mm-hmm. where he lost me is um nothing was the same what okay no there were some baller tracks but yeah. i i remember thinking something like i'm never gonna get we're never gonna get that sound back though we're never gonna get that sound that was so specifically drake yeah because now i'm hearing all these outside influences and it's cool what he's doing with them but it's not his sound right i think that was also part of my issue with him like i wanted I want to hear Drake. Yeah. I don't want to hear Drake influenced by Skepta or someone else. Like, yeah, I want to hear Drake. Yeah. 
but I'm I'm over it. I'm accepting. It's fine. Me too. And what he's some of the stuff he's making now is good. But yeah. what I was saying, like he's a he's an artist where I'll I will find like out of his twenty eight track album, I'll find like five that are good. And then if I play them in the order, usually in the order that they came in the album, there's like a nice EP in there. Oh, we just released these, man. Oh, I haven't done that. Oh, yeah. Oh, that sounds fun. I'm going to try that later. It's, it's surprisingly, it works with a surprisingly large amount of artists. Like, if you have artists where you're like, your albums are too long, but if you take the ones you like and put them in the order, there's like the narrative of the album, it comes through in the playlist. I like that. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to try that. It's kind of cool. Maybe that's like a condensed way to digest everything. To digest it. An album, Was it Chris maybe. Brown? I think he had like a 40-track album. Uh huh. Did it come out in two parts? No, it was just one. And I didn't even <laughs> listen to it. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> I opened it and I was like, 40? Absolutely not. And I just closed the whole app. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So you're doing were too they, much. Is there they, a story? Were like, they full-length songs? Full-length songs. Like... Five, six runs minutes. Runs on runs on yeah. runs on runs. Because I thought maybe songs. like, okay, maybe he has a lot of interludes and oh, man. snippet. No, like full T- songs. Like Tierra Whack. Have you heard of Tierra Whack? Yes. She has an album that is, um, uh, I think it's called Whack World. Mm-hmm. They're all one minute tracks and they're all like, like totally that. different sounds. They're like yeah. channels of universes that you're flipping through. My sister showed me the visual because it comes with the music videos. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, I think I, I've only seen like it's two sup- of her videos. Oh, I think it's. I think that that was the main vehicle that it was supposed to be like digested through, if you will. Like I don't know what yeah. else you experienced through. I love when artists do that. Though. Oh, me too. It's bold. Because you're not just thinking about like the audio. Like you want to give me a whole. You want to give me an experience, moment. and yeah. I love that you did that for me. It I feels personal. Lost my shit. I was in my That's sister's dope. room. She's an art, a crazy artist, and she, and the way that she sets up her room is very experiential. Hmm. So I was already in a weird emotional state, and going back home is always weird. Yeah. And we were listening to this, and she showed me this. It's the last track on the album, and I started like hyperventilating, oh, like wow. and then bawling, like just like crying. And my sister was just watching me <laughs> with this knowing smirk on her face. Like I told you, like I sent you this a long time ago. You should have listened to this. Oh, it's the this. worst when people send you things. Oh, and you're yeah. like, mm-hmm. Probably and you never listen. Yeah. And then you do and you're like, I should have listened to this. My dad likes to send me YouTube videos that uh-huh. are, they're always an hour plus. I don't know how he finds them. And yeah. It's always exclusively videos that are an hour plus. And he's, he'll like reference them months later, like, hey, yeah, you remember that video I sent you? And I was like, you thought I was going to watch that? No. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. My mom does that. And yeah, it's there are certain, I'll look at the, um, <laughs> I'll look at the like, what do you call it? The thumbnail, I guess, yeah. if you will. And if it's, if it's, has to do with an animal, I'll typically watch it because my mom has the best taste in like, viral or not viral animal animal bits animal bits she does she loves cats ah do you know at one point i my mom had 20 cats 20 cats 20 cats and more coming in like kind of in and out like that she would socialize so okay wow yeah yeah so they were inside you know and i'm allergic (laughs) but 
she did eventually move them outside and it's 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 a whole operation and so she also will find cats you know stray cats and socialize them and get them clean and ready with their shots and she works with wow. yeah she works with um some um shelters and in places in the area but she um also will do it you know solo and then find homes for these cats and sometimes dogs it's like she just loves animals, so That's I so gotta loving. watch those animal videos from Lori. I gotta do it. <laughs> I gotta do it. That's a lot of cats. It's a lot of cats, and it got to the point where, um, y- you know, you know how you walk through a house. Imagine cats everywhere, right? That's kind of what it was, but it's also like there are moments where you think you have a good grasp on where all the cats are. And then you like, kind of like look at this random, like dark corner of a bookshelf and you're just like, Oh my gosh, there's a fucking cat right there. Like eyes, like looking out at you through the dark. I think that's one more reason I don't like cats. Like you need to announce yourself when you come into the room. Yeah. I don't want to just turn and see you. My heart can't handle that. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Cats, man, they're so weird. And, and, the fact that their behavior has given them the phrase of like having or the tale of having nine lives. Oh yeah. Like that's unsettling. What caused that? Okay, why why are like people so afraid of black cats too? Salem witch type stuff. Mm-hmm. It's kind of weird to think where people like would go in their heads. <laughs> Cause now kind of knowing that those witches that they were so afraid of probably weren't witches. What if they were, though? What if they were, though? I feel like they were, unfortunately. I mean, it's unfortunate either way, but... Yeah, have you ever done a Ouija board or whatever? Oh, my God, no. I don't play with those things. You know what? (laughs) The thing about those things are is they're a hibisco toy. Really? Yeah, and people put spiritual, you know, meaning behind the game. I'm still not going to play with it. To the point where they're like, I talked to my father, you know, last night. It's like, well, you it, there's hibisco like ages eight and up on that box, <laughs> though. It's like, okay. But I think there is something kind of to be said about like people coming together and their minds meeting. Yeah. And like seeing what comes as a result of that. This is kind of like a game, this podcast, but I think mm-hmm. there's value in it. I'm having fun, you know? I feel like, oh, do Ouija board, really? Yeah. I just. It's not. Have it's not a real thing. I, no, I hear you. It's not a real thing. It just. It's a game. It's a toy. Safe. It's a toy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a toy though. Mm-hmm. And um, so there were some like there were these sisters. I forget their names, but back in the day, I'm talking like I forget the exact dates, but maybe early 1900s, late 1800s. The something sisters where they got famous for having spiritual. Um, what were they called? Awakenings. No. I wish I had paid more attention in this class. It was actually kind of interesting, but these two sisters would travel and like do this whole ceremony thing where they would speak to, you know, they were, they were, what are, what do you call them? Mediators. Oh, so they were doing like a seance kind seances. Of yeah. And like mm. media, they were holding, there's a word and it's right there. And as soon as we finish, when I tell you, this person's name. Someone's going to listen to the episode and then be like, yeah. oh my God, Michael. Oh, speaking of, you got to tab that thing, that song yes. with Lena. Yeah. Okay. But what was I saying? Oh, but anyways, they ripped people off. They were just, um, 
acting like they were talking to dead Uncle Fred for like, <laughs> no, seriously. And people were emptying their pockets and they got caught. They got caught sending messages under the table <gasps> with their foot. They had this whole Stop. system tapped out, like figured out where they would tap each other and communicate. And like they would do, they were, they were. That's so much effort. It is. But I mean, I do respect a good famous. scam. They got rich and famous and they were women in like the 1800s. Oh, I love rich and famous. Scam. It was amazing, but th- it's kind of dark to know that like they were scamming on people's like vulnerable parts of their soul and like missing their dead moms and Isn't stuff. Isn't that how most scams work though? Like, oh, can't get too deep, <laughs> get too real. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean by scam? Literally <laughs> anything. I don't know. I feel like most things are college is a scam. Yeah, right. We'll come back to that one. I guess, well, but we're not, as you probably aren't either. <laughs> as I wish I hadn't. I wish I had taken that gap year because maybe I wouldn't have. Um, maybe I would have taken the time to realize. Oh, maybe I don't need to do that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, my parents were for sure gonna force me either way. Yeah. Um, sure. I think that's just like default sure. immigrant mentality. It's like the only way for you to make something is to like go to college. Yeah, but immigrant menta- immigrant mentality is why we have this country in the first place. Yeah, American dream. Hard work. It's the hard work of the American dream. Yeah, I just. It's crazy. Not a fan. Also, my dad not didn't a fan go to college. Oh, college. Yeah. Not immigrant mentality. <laughs> <laughs> or immigrants, right? I mean, there are certain aspects of it where I'm like, that's. I was like, see, this is feel? what I was talking about with us. I had no idea you would think that. <laughs> What? You probably believe in building the wall too, right? Oh my God. Imagine. Imagine if this podcast was about that type of stuff. <laughs> there, There's more than enough of those out there. We don't need another. Thank you. That's part of the reason why you're on. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So last, uh, before we kind of like wrap things up, because I kind of want this to be an ongoing dialogue and we can kind of track what you're doing with the magazine and whatever else it is that you're doing. Cause you said you're open and you don't know where things are going, but they're definitely, I can see momentum and I can see stuff, you know, it's yeah. like, so, but before we wrap up, I kind of want to just, um, last a couple episodes ago when we had Lena on for the second time, she was trying to place this song that she thought we were talking about. And then drew actually placed it. So all you, Deep divers out there, those listeners, uh, those OG listeners, we're going to satisfy this itch that was never scratched. Okay. So every Christmas, they play the Hess truck song. Hess, like the the gas oil company, them. Like they, they sell little like fire trucks and things like yeah. that. And yeah. they have like, the time of year, the Hess truck's here. That's, can you yeah yeah you can pull it up and just put your phone up to the to the microphone I think we can play like 20 seconds of it yeah Whoa. So that's it? That was the melody that yeah. she was thinking of? Because the second she sang it, I was like, oh, that's the Hess truck song. Oh, whoa. Yeah. Wow. And then Julie actually said it. 
earlier. She's like, I bet you wanted to call in. I was literally like, <laughs> how How do I make this happen? Sorry, I need to we're tell email someone. only. Oh, God. You guys don't have any phones? It's very intentional. You guys don't have a phone number, so... It's for this reason. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's literally you. for this reason. Thank you, mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, you know what? I have a couple more, I guess... I have really, really just one more question, and then if there's anything else you want to say, you can say it, and if not, you can save it for next time. Okay. Um... So I know you're doing the magazine, and I but I also know that you're feeling tapped, maybe tapped it in Jersey, tap tapped in Jersey, but maybe <laughs> I'm kidding. I hate that voice, but I love it. It's the beach people, New York City, <laughs> over in Jersey. We got Drew feeling tapped, <laughs> and um, but you're doing the magazine, and there's passion there, and there's I think there's also clarity in the work there, like you know, yeah. so even though you don't have a clear picture maybe of where you're going, if there was a, um, a moment or a period in your life where you could look back on this podcast and think, wow, I, or ha ha ha, I made it (laughs) be, or, uh, you know, I never would have thought I would be actually doing boom. Yeah. Do you have that? You have any, like any rough, you know, a rough compass, I guess. I don't, but only because I feel like I'm never content. Like I always want more. Mm. So I feel like even if we get to the point where we're a nationally recognized magazine or even internationally known, I'm going to be thinking like, oh, this is cool. But what else is there? Like there's more. I need more. This isn't Hell good enough. Yeah. Um, But maybe the first time I think of that is when we're able to start holding events that don't have to come out of pocket like yeah like we can just take the money that we've been making and put it in you know yeah so at the point where I'm not spending my own money anymore Mm -hmm. then I'll be like okay now we can really do things those are those are tangible yeah just take some time it takes time but 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 those are things that I can see like even me, I'm not doing those things, but I can see that, you know. Yeah, like that's. It's not like, well, I want to be like, you know, the most famous. <laughs> like, yeah. Come on, what are you talking about? I don't. Need I just want to have a magazine that's recognized. I want to do projects that I don't have to pay for. That's really that's that's the that's, American. That's dream. kind of the American dream. That's yeah. my dream. I want my work to be heard and you know consumed. I don't want to have to pay for it. I'll pay for it in time because I like spending my time doing this. I'm content yeah. spending my time doing this. That's the whole thing right there. Yeah. Okay, well, I can already tell you that that the little Michael running around however many years ago, maybe even last year, I would have benefited from this conversation, so thank you. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I feel like younger Drew would be appalled honestly that you agreed to do this no just like the whole path mm. that oh, oh traveled as a whole oh me too yeah but being comfortable with that is kind of exciting because there's i think there's risk in the unknown i talked about this on the podcast last night where it's like a lot of life is gray and i think people yeah. really like to find the black and white and there is some black and white 
there are some things that may be black and white for you in, in your life, but a lot of your, the life is gray. It's like, yeah. there's this phrase, something like 90% of your life is stuff that happens to you and how you respond to that. And then 10% of life is, no, 90% of life is how you respond to what's happening. And then 10% of your life is what's happening to you and like what's actually oh. yours, you know? It's like a lot of hmm. life is gray. A lot of life is unknown. Yeah. A lot of it's out of our control. Like we can make choices about our life, but we ultimately don't really have the control. So it's like... Nail on the head. Yeah. So, you know, I think... But I think that there's... When you explore that and you get comfortable in it and you challenge yourself in that, the work in the community that you make from that is really remarkable. Yeah. So I can already see that. I can see that. I can see the beginnings or the middle. I don't even it's know on the, where you it's are. It's on the horizon. Yeah. Like I see it. But it's not, not even yet. not even that. Like I can see it. I can name people. I can see. I have moments in my head, in my life, the community that you in part have built, you know, like mm-hmm. I can see it. It's it's in motion. Thanks. Yeah. Well, that's why I'm not going to cry, but like. Don't. My eyes are tingling. <laughs> <laughs> okay well thanks for coming on is there anything that you want to say or do or um, plug no i mean you can follow the magazine do, yes. on instagram what is it fruit mag ha, like that's spelled it. fruit yeah. mag yeah fruit like fruit mag Love f-r-u-i-t-m-a-g it. that's it that's us the link to our website is in there all of the beautiful things Great, thanks. Yeah, thank you. Do you want to end officially with one game that I've ended a couple episodes with and it's been pretty fun? Okay. Okay. It's called Mind Meld. Okay. And this is the structure of the game where I'm going to count down from three and then we're both going to say a word. Mm -hmm. The word doesn't matter. It can be a specific word that you want or one that comes out in the moment, you know? And then it's kind of like a word association game where if like if you say one word, I say another word, then we take some time and we think, I'm going to do another countdown. And the next word that we say is going to be a word that we could we could like associate with the two words that we said. So we're trying to meet in the middle. Okay. Each time. So we set the context. Uh-huh. So it so I used this example last night. It's kind of good. If you said blade and I said green, we wait. What would the next word you might say? I don't know. Oh, okay. What's what's green and comes in blades? Like grass? Yeah. Okay. Exactly. So if you said blade, I said green, we think about those words. What's a word that could marry the two? Okay. Oh, grass. Let's try so we mind meld. We try mm. to meet. We try to melt. Full circle. Got it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Makes sense. You want to try it? I'll give and it there's a no try. pressure to actually meld. Let's just do it a couple rounds, see if we get close and see if we have fun. Okay. Fun? <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm here for. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Right. <clears throat> Worst comes to worst. I can edit this out <laughs> because there's a good <laughs> moment that I'm thinking of where I could just be like, eh, thanks, bye-bye, and then start the outro song, but I'd rather keep all this in, even me saying this. Okay. Okay. Three, two, one. Red. Chair. Red okay. chair. Right. I'll give it some time.
<laughs> you know what the issue is? I feel like I'm just like left field. It's okay. That's like literally where my head went. Well, we'll feel each other out and we'll see where our heads are going. Oh, right? And we'll, maybe okay. we'll meld. Maybe we won't. Red right. chair, are you ready? I guess. Okay. Three, two, one. Christmas. Ooh, okay. Mm. It's okay. Mm. Oh, I see it. But yeah, no, I see it. Is so it I red? see I thought it was red. No, yeah, it is. Okay. No, it is. Yep. Yeah. See, that's left field, but yeah. okay. It's not though. It's just we pulled from different references, you know. Red chair, I thought, you know, Santa and you sit on a chair. chair. Yeah. That's kinda left field if you're thinking about blues clues. Anyway. <laughs> okay, where are we at? What'd you say? Blues Clues, and I said Christmas. Blues Clues, Christmas. Um, okay. Blues Clues, Blues Clues, Christmas. Okay. See, see, me thinking left field. I screwed it up. No, you didn't. I have mine ready. Do you? That's why I'm looking at you like this, with my hands extended, like okay. Uh, about to take an inhale and count down. Does it have to be like one word or like a... It could be a phrase. Okay. Mm, okay. I guess I'm ready. Three, two, one. Christmas Charlie Bound's special. Christmas. Yep. I was okay. thinking Christmas okay. specials too. See? We're Great. getting close. See? All right. Christmas special, Charlie Brown's Christmas. Okay. Um, Does it get any more condensed than that? Like, can it? The actual game? No, I'm sure the game could go on forever. Oh, no, we c- we could the point is to say the same word at the same time. Mm. We did it successfully. I've done it a few times. Okay. Where are we at, Charlie Brown? Charlie Brown and then Christmas. And Christmas? Okay, let's do it. Um <laughs> I'm just going to repeat. <laughs> I feel like isn't that <laughs> never mind. You got to say new words. Oh, three, two, one. Christmas Christmas tree. Mm. Oh, Christmas tree. See, I got nothing. Didn't you say Christmas special? I went and said it again. So now that you have a rough (laughs) idea, we're going to do a quick lightning round, and we're going to start over, okay? Okay. And again, the point is to have fun. It's not to actually meld. Mm. But if we meld, that'd be great. I like winning, though. Here we go. Yeah, you like winning. Okay, so start over. Fresh (laughs) palette. It can be anything. Three, two, one. Cup. (laughs) (laughs) okay (laughs) three two one two Two girls girls in one cup cup. (laughs) yeah we did it that's great that's awesome oh consistency man oh my god is that the cut we're gonna use yeah thanks for coming (laughs) thanks for having me yeah that was wild that was wild I'm really disappointed in both of us. That like that's that's, <laughs> that's where we where went. We melted. <laughs> that's why you're on. It was literally the first thing I thought. It's perfect. Alright. Bye bye. Bye. This has been a Rock Rising Productions podcast. Thanks for listening.